MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Good morning. Wake up! The morning line. Line up, ladies! Oh, boy. Welcome in on this Tuesday. It is November the 5th, 2019, and we are ready to rock and roll here. At least some of us are on uh, on SportsGrid.com. It is the morning line. I'm Joe Ranieri. We are here to get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports. And not to mention, guys, that it is the start of college basketball season tonight. Oh, we got so much going on. This is a great, great time of year. Welcome back from November through March. College Hoops is back, and it starts tonight with a whole, and I mean a whole bunch of games on the card, on the slate. Call it what you want here. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 89 games in total here tonight. How do you like that? And, of course, many of these games... Uh, 87 games on the docket. I am so sorry about that. 87 games. A huge opening night doubleheader uh, coming your way too. the big dogs. Kansas taking on Duke. Michigan State taking on Kentucky. That's what we got going on today. And welcome back. Mac Action Tuesday. We've got Mac Action. That's right. Mac action football tonight. Two games, in fact, that we got going on. Western Michigan, Ball State, Kent State. 
uh, Toledo. We got uh, football Tuesday night, college basketball, college football. Yeah, it's uh, it is loaded with action, and we'll get you caught up with everything you need to know moving forward. But we'll start, of course, with last night's Monday night football game. The New York Giants at home taking on their bitter rivals there, the Dallas Cowboys. And I got to say, you guys know me. I, uh, I'm i holding a over ticket in the, uh, the win column for the Giants at six. They've got two. And last night, I honestly almost thought we were going to get our third right up until the fourth quarter when they got outscored 21 to three. But prior to that, I really did think the Giants uh, made a game of it, man. I could not have been uh, more impressed with the effort that they put through. All in all, the story of the night really is incredibly sloppy play by both teams. Red zone offense, non-existent. There was a black cat last night that uh, that was probably maybe the most exciting thing that happened in that game in the first half. I'm not sure how a cat gets into MetLife Stadium, but we'll have to inquire about that. Maybe, uh, maybe Gabe uh, snuck it in. Not sure exactly how that happened there last night, but... Right after that black cat hit the field, it's pretty much seemed to go Dallas's way after that. It was a turnover-filled day. It was a typical and what is more and more starting to look like a Pat Shermer situation going on where his offense and his offensive play calling, eh, I don't know. I'm not sure he's a step up from what Ben McAdoo was, certainly from the offensive standpoint, but the defense continues to be a huge liability. The secondary continues to be a huge liability for the New York Giants. Uh, they uh, they got crushed again. Uh, there's just nothing. Uh, although they look good for three quarters, they look good. They just fell apart in the fourth quarter. And really, there was some exciting moments of this game last night for both teams. But maybe the biggest, of course, was Ezekiel Elliott going off, taking over the game in the end, rushing for close to 130 yards last night. Here's some of the highlights in case you missed it because you were drinking. Here's the rookie Jones to the corner. Touchdown, Latimer. Second and 10 now for Prescott. Able to get away from the pressure, direct traffic, and in stride go to Blake Jarwin. And Jarwin takes it all the way in. And he sees Gallup trying to keep his balance, and he does. Acrobatic score, Michael Gallup. Prescott gets it complete as Cooper takes it all the way. Final 20 seconds counting down. Ball is knocked out of Jones's hands and still on the ground and then scooped up. That is Jordan Lewis. A flag is down as Lewis sprints the other way and scores the touchdown on the return. Gosh, that, that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that, that last sequence, that last highlight you heard about uh, Daniel Jones fumbling the ball. Uh, What you need to know is that he fumbled the ball with uh, very little time left on the clock. In fact, uh, six seconds left in regulation. That's right, six seconds left. And since the closing line total was 48 and a half, 
Yeah, at the time of that six-second fumble, yeah, it was uh, 30 to 18. So those of you that uh, had the under in last night's game, you were this close from being able to cash that ticket. Uh, The problem was once Daniel Jones fumbled that and the Cowboys then uh, picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown with six seconds left on the clock. Yeah, that obviously put the uh, put the 37-18 and the kibosh on anybody who had an under ticket last night. 48 and a half was the closing line total. And the big winner last night, finally, to end week nine, was the public. The public was hammering the Dallas Cowboys all week. But the professionals, the so-called sharps, no, 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 they love themselves. Some New York Giants football there. In fact, this opened up at a seven and a half point number. It was bet all week down to six and a half, which is where it closed at. And it didn't make a difference. The uh, the Sharps were coming in, guys, pouncing on the Giants all week. Even though the public, heavy bets, close to 80% of the bets on Dallas. But 60% of the money went on the New York Giants. All in all, Great night for the betting public. Not such a good night for the sharp bettors. And if you had an under, that sucked too. We'll have more on this game for you. We'll take a look ahead today. Plenty going on. We'll do that next. The morning line at sportsgrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 What's new, Pussycat? Whoa. Bavona and the pit mixing the tunes there in honor of that black cat that uh, managed to make it on to uh, the field last night, Monday Night Football. Uh, that was good. Uh, that was a lot of fun there for about uh, five minutes. That poor cat couldn't figure out how to get that out of that stadium. And it didn't look like anybody was prepared in the stadium to figure out how to get that cat uh, as he was pretty much having a good time. And the cameraman last night, they were having a field day with this cat. They were catching it. For, it, look, it looked huge. That cat looked uh, pretty damn big last night uh, on the screen. It was pretty funny. I mean, th- that didn't look like no scrappy cat. That was, you know, that was, that was no street cat. That cat looked, you know, groomed. That cat, somebody's cat. I just don't know how the hell it got out onto the field last night. Pretty funny stuff. But I, I'm thinking so because that cat looked well fed. Like that was not, you know, that doesn't look like your typical mangled street cat. Like that was, you know, that cat had some uh, some girth to it. So interesting enough. Uh, well, I guess all the stadium food, yeah, it's going to be plump. Uh, but they got him out. Uh, he was, uh, they were good enough to uh, be able to open a door and he left the field and the game continued on last night, but not in a very good way for Daniel Jones and the. New York Giants, and really it comes down to turnovers. Once again, that was the big story of the game. Dallas was laying six and a half. Obviously, they covered uh, last night with their win there, the uh, 37 to 18. They also won the yardage battle. Uh, The Cowboys had 429 yards. The New York Giants only 271 yards. They also averaged more yards per play. The Cowboys 6.6 to 4.0 for the Giants. The rushing, and keep in mind, one team had Ezekiel Elliott. The other team had Saquon Barkley. So two of the best rushers in the NFL were on that field last night. And you was really hoping to have a a big rushing battle between these two. But unfortunately, one of the coaches forgot that they had Saquon Barkley on the team, while the other rode Ezekiel Elliott to a victory as uh, Dallas had. 172 yards on the ground, and the New York Giants had 100 yards, but not by not by Saquon Barkley. In fact, uh, Saquon Barkley's biggest play was a 65-yard dink and dunk 
from Daniel Jones, a little screen pass that he managed to get down to the 11-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys. And it was one of five trips, one of five trips that the New York Giants had inside the red zone, inside that 20 in Dallas territory. And yeah, they all they did all night long, guys, was settle for field goals. And that was really the big problem there is that they could not take advantage. The very first pass of Dak Prescott was intercepted by that defense of the uh, of the Giants. I mean, that was what can you say? They were. They did everything they could do early on in the game to put the Giants offense in a position to be able to get the job done. And really, they could have blown this game out big time. I mean, big time. They had nothing but opportunity after opportunity, and they could not. They could not come up, dial a play, give it to Saquon. They could not come up with anything to allow the offense to put seven instead of three on the board. And that was the problem. They settled for field goals after field goals. Uh, They kept handing the ball back to them, the Dallas Cowboys, with mistakes. And then, of course, once they unleashed Saquon and he was able to take that 65-yard gain to the Cowboys' 11, that was it. It stalled once again. That's all they did was make it to the red zone and then completely die. And Saquon did finish uh, with 95 yards from scrimmage, but obviously there should have been way more involvement from Saquon Barkley. And really all you, what we're looking at here is once again, a Pat Shermer run offense that just doesn't make any sense with what they do. Dallas gift wrapped them opportunity after opportunity in the first half of this game. And listen, Daniel Jones has got an issue too. Daniel Jones has got to stop trying to do too much, and he's got to stop turning the damn ball over. Uh, he coughed up yesterday, and this is the maybe the most telling stat about Danny Dimes right now. He had one interception and two fumbles. One of those fumbles you heard uh, there was with six seconds left in the game, it was returned for a touchdown, which completely screwed anybody who had a under ticket of 48 and a half. At that time, it was 30 to 18, and with six seconds left, he fumbles. Dallas returns it for a touchdown. Thank you, over, those of you that had the over. And listen, I'm, I was on the over, so uh, imagine my surprise waking up here and going, wow, the, he actually fumbled, and they actually, you know, it actually worked in my favor. So how do you like that? Same thing happened in the first half, too. I don't know if you guys uh, had noticed this, but the First half total was 23 and a half. And I had had the over in that as well. And really the first half with all the field goals and the dinking and dunking. And it did not look like over 23 and a half points were ever going to happen in the first half. Until, of course, uh, Dallas scored. The Giants got the ball back uh, with about uh, just under two minutes to play. And for some inexplicable reason, with under a minute left, Uh, Daniel Jones threw a Hail Mary pass that was, of course, intercepted by the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys took that ball back to the 39-yard line of uh, of the New York Giants. And we only had about 25 seconds left in the half. But as it turns out, that's all they needed to gain a couple of more yards to put 
the Dallas Cowboy kicker, uh, in a position to kick a 52-53 yarder, which uh, at that time the score was 12-10. And, uh, yes, it was 22 points. And, of course, wouldn't you know it, as time uh, clicked down with about two seconds left to go, they attempted the 54-yarder. Yeah, 54. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was good, which, again, those of you that had the under in the first half, yeah, that was looking gold. All Daniel Jones had to do was not throw it up uh, and get an interception, but that's uh, what he continued to do last night. And, again, one interception, two fumbles, one return for a TD there in the final seconds, one INT that was cost him three points and the under in the first half. He was also sacked five times. And we know the offensive line issues. Listen, we get it. At times, they looked very capable last night. Other times, it's, wow, what is going on here? Here's what he has for the season, this being Danny Dimes. Eight INTs, eight lost fumbles. 26 sacks. Okay, that's Daniel Jones for you here. And he didn't start the first couple of games of the season. So eight INTs, eight lost fumbles, and 26 sacks. He can't hold on to the ball. Hasn't figured that out yet. He's making uh, terrible decisions with the ball, throwing it. He's also, and I don't know what Pat Shermer's doing. There were a couple of situations in this game last night where I don't know how he wasn't killed. He's going to learn this ain't the ACC. Okay, you can't just take off running the ball and fight for extra yardage. I get it. You're six foot four, but you're not Cam Newton. And this is the bigs. They will crush you. He's downfield in some plays on a reverse. He's he's going down the field. He's trying to throw blocks like Danny. Somebody's got to take him on a sideline and be like, listen, man, you longevity like the the best the best part of you would be be available you know Eli unless it's of course Eli Manning going dude you should go down the field and block a little bit more because Eli wants to get back in the game but the reality is yeah he is taking unnecessary risks not only is he losing the football and turning it over but he's also putting himself in a position to get absolutely crushed and he did it a number of times in that game where there's no reason like, learn how to slide. There's no no need for you to try and have to gain a few extra yards there, Danny Dimes. Concentrate on holding on to the ball and not throwing it to the other team. And just a in comparison, Minnesota's defense this year, okay? Danny Dimes, eight INTs, eight fumbles, 26 sacks. The Minnesota defense, eight INT, six fumble recoveries, 28 sacks. That's... You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between either. More on the NFL, more on tonight's Mac Action College Basketball next. The Morning Line. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So now I think would be the best time for you to get in the game with not only NFL, college football, the NBA, NHL, but you've got college basketball starting tonight. And why not get in the game there with a with a DraftKings Sportsbook account? You know, listeners of this show right now, you guys can just go ahead and get yourself a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, here's how it works. You create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit. And then you go ahead, place your first bet, DraftKings. They'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer is eligible for all users, plus new users. You guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. It's free money. What are you doing? Head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That is sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. And if you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And, of course, uh, welcome in here to the morning line. I'm Joe Ranieri on the grid, sportsgrid.com. As we take a look at uh, what was a crazy Monday night football game from certainly a sports investing standpoint where 
there were uh, obviously, like there always is, one side of a ticket where it did not look good until it actually cashed. And then there was the other side of the ticket that looked like it was almost guaranteed money until it wasn't. And that is what the Monday night football game was filled with opportunities. And they both happened to be on the sides of the under. And if you happen to be believing first half under full game under, and who could blame you if you were jumping on the under in game live last night here on the grid sportsgrid.com because it was 13, 12 at half. It looked like one of those games where it was, They could not score inside the red zone. Dallas kept doing everything in their power. Even heading into the fourth quarter, guys, it was not very high scoring. The game was, it it was terrible, actually, how how ill-prepared both of these teams were. And then, of course, they exploded for 24 points in the fourth quarter, which kind of changed the game, including the ability to go over the number in the final six seconds when Daniel Jones committed his third turnover, another one returned for a touchdown. So it was a rough night, but we had mentioned the black cat that got out onto the field with about five minutes left to play in the first half. And maybe the best part about that was people standing around having no idea what to do or how to go to approach the cat. But uh, Kevin Harlan, had a just a fantastic call. Kevin Harlan does the uh, the radio uh, for Monday Night Football, and he's the play-by-play guy there for the network. And this was probably one of the funniest calls I think you've seen. It's just absolutely priceless. This is him breaking down the black cat last night on the field. And there is a black cat now on the field. Halloween this past week, and a black cat is running across MetLife Stadium. (laughs) Oh, is this going to be bad for the Cowboys if you're superstitious? No, that actually wasn't the the one that I wanted, but that was actually uh, Tessator talking about it there last night. But here was the the call last night. Taking the field, a black cat is running from the 20 to the near side, the 10. From the 39 in Dallas, here's a short throw down the middle, caught by Ingram. Caught at the 35, went to the 30. Now the cat running the other way, and so is Ingram at the 30 to the 25 to the 24-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys. It's a catcher on a 15. Now the cat is stopped at the 50. So is it bad luck for the Giants? Is it bad luck for the Cowboys? I don't know, but they've stopped playing. The players with hands on hips are watching the cat run and zigzag all over the field. The black cat is at the other end of the field. He's Black at the eight. doesn't know that it was last Thursday that was Halloween. <laughs> Thursday night right, football, yeah, not Monday night football. He's a little bit late. Now <laughs> he is sitting and looking. Now he's at the five. He's Who the walking. Cat? He's walking to the three. <laughs> he's at the two. And the cat is in the CDW red zone. CDW, people who get it now, a policeman, a state trooper has come on the field. And the cat. It was hilarious. I mean, great job by Kevin Harlan and the uh, and the radio crew there. Great stuff there because nobody knew what the hell was going on. You heard what uh, Tessitar sounded like, him and Bo- uh, Booger McFarlane, which is uh, it's like listening to paint dry there. Uh, but, yeah, it was uh, Harlan, pretty damn funny. Good job there describing the black cat on the field. At MetLife Stadium, still nobody understands where that cat came from. Uh, We do have some other uh, bits of headlines and some news uh, from the NFL, and we'll keep it with the Dallas Cowboys. 
because something interesting also happened last night in this game, uh, something that we have not seen in a very long time uh, from one particular player. And I wonder, just wonder what happened here. You guys may recall that Michael Bennett was traded to the Cowboys, right? A couple of weeks ago from the New England Patriots. He couldn't seem to get along with uh, his position coach there. Uh, Brett Bielema on the uh, the defensive line coach there for the New England Patriots. So in typical uh, Belichick fashion, yeah, like you got to go. So they figured out a way to uh, trade him and unload him to the Dallas Cowboys. The problem with Michael Bennett, if you guys will re- uh, remember, is that Michael Bennett hasn't stood for the national anthem in a long time, right? For a long, long time. He, um, he didn't with the Patriots stand for the national anthem, but it wasn't because he he wasn't on the field. He was actually in the locker room with the Patriots. He didn't come out onto the field until after the national anthem. And you guys know that Jerry Jones was pretty adamant about his players standing for the national anthem and not taking a knee or any sort of other protest of any kind. That is not what Jerry Jones, uh, he was not for that, and he made it very known his players would not do it. So it begged a question last night, what the hell was Michael Bennett going to do? Well, the answer is quite simply, uh, Michael Bennett was standing outside during the national anthem with his Cowboys teammates. And yeah, 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 he hasn't done that in a very long time. So I'm trying to figure out here, We know Jerry, we know Jason Garrett. They have always said that's not Dallas Cowboy way. We won't be doing that. But Bennett has always been a guy that, let's face it, he kind of does what he wants to do, right? Well, he ain't doing it in Jerry world. He ain't doing it in Dallas. And uh, there is a rumor that, and this was uh, circulating here, that Jerry made it very well known to him that uh, he will tear up that final year of Michael Bennett's contract, uh, making him an unrestricted free agent uh, if he does not stand. So a lot of money at stake for Michael Bennett in Jerry land there in Dallas uh, by not standing or staying in the locker room. You know, his choice, well, you, you don't have a choice in Dallas when it's Jerry's team. It's Jerry's way, and you got traded to a team where you don't have a choice, Michael Bennett, especially if you think you're going to get paid next year. So uh, Jerry would set fire to the remaining uh, money on your contract and, of course, would put you out on the open market in a heartbeat, which means there was millions of dollars at stake for him to stand, and I think Michael Bennett made the decision of money over protest, which is a very interesting situation considering how vocal and adamant he was in support of Colin Kaepernick. So what a difference a year makes. What a difference 11 weeks makes because now the Cleveland Browns also made some news here announcing. What else is new? The Browns making news. That's that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Browns we know lost to the Broncos 24-19. Uh, to 19. Uh, Brandon Allen, the quarterback of the Broncos, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. First game, first snaps in the NFL. And we have now, and we've been waiting for this. We knew it was there, and I certainly have been waiting for it because I drafted him without realizing, of course, that he was 
on the unable to play list, that being Kareem Hunt, who a lot of people may have forgot that he was picked up by the Cleveland Browns. He was signed by the Browns after the Kansas City Chiefs let him go last year. Well, he's back. He is uh, he has served his time. He is ready to go. And there were some questions about what are you going to do with Kareem Hunt now? Because uh, it's not like Nick Chubb hasn't been dominant when you've decided to use him. Well, we've now heard that, yeah, Freddie Kitchen says, oh, he's playing. He is going to have a big role in this weekend's game coming up here. He said, without a doubt. Now, of course, the thing is, Nick Chubb is your featured back. So not sure at this point what Freddie Kitchens is planning on doing with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And I'm not sure how Baker Mayfield, who can't seem to get the ball to either Odell Beckham Jr. or Jarvis Landry on a consistent basis. So I'm not sure how in the world you are going to go ahead and work in now two running backs who need to be fed the ball in order to be productive. Not sure how this is going to work. Uh, it should be fun to see as more fire gets uh, you know, lit up here, more flames to the fire as Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to be battling for touches now in the games. And they don't have, they have so many weapons on offense, they can't figure out how to get the ball to any of them. This is going to be an awful lot of fun to watch unfold as Kareem Hunt will be back in the fold on the field for the Cleveland Browns this week. Um, Deshaun Jackson out indefinitely, guys. He is having, now for some reason, he is having surgery on his core. He's likely out six weeks. Not sure. He's already been out four, so I'm not sure what took him a month to figure out that he actually needed to have surgery, but he is having surgery. Deshaun Jackson, all likelihood, finished for the year in uh, in Philadelphia at this point. Good news for the Colts. Jacoby Brissett, the MRI, and his knee, just the sprain. He is day-to-day, week-to-week, but they do think he is going to play on Sunday for the Colts. And also the Dolphins' new running back, Walton, suspended substance abuse. Unbelievable. As the NFL turns. More on that coming up. The Morning Line. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. right about now uh, some of the uh, some of the fellas there behind the scenes at mission control had uh, maybe a bit too much uh, libations there last night watching the giants self-implode it happens monday night football even worse yep that's that's even worse uh actually a classic they're actually redoing hocus pocus in fact so there will be a sequel to hocus pocus with the original cast how cool is that why I know that, don't ask. Anyway, welcome in. It is the morning line. I'm Joe Ranieri here, and we are loaded today, as usual, in the world of sports. It's an exciting time of year, guys. College basketball begins tonight. College hoops is back, and we could not be more excited about that. Not to mention, in case you guys forgot, Mac Action is back on a Tuesday night. Love these early week football games. So cool tonight. Kent State taking on Toledo, and that'll be at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock tonight. Ball State taking on Western Michigan. The MAC action is back. And actually, these are pretty interesting football games here. And I can tell you right now, as far as uh, Kent State goes, uh, 3 and 5, Toledo 5 and 3. These two teams are going in obviously opposite directions. Uh, Kent State has lost two uh, two in a row in three of their last four. 
They just uh, lost last weekend to Miami of Ohio, 23 to 16. They were a two and a half point favorite. Didn't work out for their favor. Meanwhile, Toledo finally won. They had a brief two game losing streak. They won last week with a 37-34 overtime victory over Eastern Michigan, who plays absolutely no defense. They were also covered as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So both of these teams enter this game, Kent State and Toledo tonight, 4-4 four and four against the number. Both allow roughly the same amount of points per game. Kent State allows about 30 points per game. Toledo, 28. The difference is in the offenses of these two teams. Kent State averages... 24 points per game, while Toledo averages 29 points per game. So Toledo, better efficiency on the offensive side of the ball. Unlike the New York Giants last night, Toledo has had the ability to be able to put the ball in the end zone. They're averaging 29. They give up 28, but they average 29, while while Kent State gives up 30 a game and only able to average about. 24. So that's really the difference here. It opened up as Toledo with a seven point or seven and a half point situation uh, as a favorite, depending on where you're looking. And there was an awful lot of money that came in and picked uh, picked up on Kent State above that key number of seven. They got the hook. Seven and a half uh, is what we saw that number. A lot of guys picking it up there. And uh, they took the seven and a half points. Of course, pushed it down to seven, which is what is readily available across the board right now. Uh, The total also has received some big bets, too. It opened up at 62. It has been bet down to 61 points here. Uh, And that's indicating that some of the bigger money bets have come down on that situation, on the under, pushing it from 62 to 61. Interesting enough, weather forecast for this game tonight. We tell you all the time. Figure out what the wind is doing. It's got no, doesn't matter if it's snowing, raining, sleeting. The wind is what matters in a football game. And the wind tonight uh, is supposed to be around 15 mile per hour. So we all know this, guys. The unders come into play not only during the week in football games, but you factor in sustained winds of over 10 miles per hour. Uh, 76 and 65 on the season, 54%. And it's like that since 2005. Unders hit in these types of windy conditions. So keep an eye on that, guys. Uh, Kent State, Toledo tonight. The Sharps following the money. They backed Kent State taking the seven and a half points. You can still get seven out there, but uh, Toledo is the better team. Whether or not they show up is a totally different ball game. Uh, ball State, Western Michigan. This game has got some juice due to the fact that Western Michigan, pretty damn good team. They started the season Ball State one and three, but they ripped off three straight wins and they finally fell to Ohio 34 to 21. They were a two and a half point favorite last time they played in Western Michigan. Uh, they've won one, lost one, won one, lost one. They crushed Bowling Green 49-0 last week. They were a 27-point favorite, so they had no problem uh, covering. Both of these teams, very similar in terms of points for. Ball State averages 33, Western Michigan 36, while Ball State gives up around 28 points a game and Western Michigan 25. 
Ball State five and three against the number. Western Michigan four four and one against the number. This too opened up as Western Michigan as a seven point favorite. And the professional betters, the big money betters, it looks like they're taking the dog plus the points in this matchup because right now I can see the line has been across the board hovering around six and a half, even six in some places. Also, the under is, seems to be a big favorite of the big money betters. This has dropped from 64 to 62 and a half. Wind not going to be an issue in this game, but don't forget. Early week games, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, midweek games, unders have been extremely profitable this year. So keep an eye on that. The under also five and three in Ball State's uh, all their games this year, as well as six, two and one in Western Michigan games. So both of these teams step up the defense when they need to. 61, 62 points. That's a lot of points in this game here tonight. And Western Michigan, of course, at five and four, taking on Ball State four and four. Uh, this, uh, both of these teams are trying to battle for a little MAC championship action. So big game tonight. That is at eight o'clock. And of course, we told you, get ready. 87 games on the college basketball slate tonight. Huge opportunity. And it kicks off, don't forget, seven o'clock, Kansas at Duke. Then you got Michigan State versus Kentucky at 9.30. College hoops is back, people. It is back. And it's interesting enough, a little gambling you here for you regarding college basketball as you guys uh, get ready to embark on a, from November to March, it is a monster season. But some things you need to know, a trend that you should be aware of when it comes to betting on college basketball. Many of these teams, okay, many of these college basketball teams early in the season, like over the next couple of weeks, the next month or so, these teams are going to be playing on neutral courts. Why? Because they're in these big tournaments uh, and they go to Hawaii. They go to all of these different places outside of their own gym, outside of their own comfort zone. They go to these neutral courts to play in these crazy tournaments. And when they do that, and it's been like this forever, guys. The unders have an edge. Look to the unders in these games because college players, these 18-year-old kids, they're not playing in anything that makes them feel comfortable, meaning the lights in these buildings are different. The rims are uh, different. The court is different. College players, 18-year-olds, are creatures of habit. They like what they like that they know best. And, of course, they have spent hours upon hours in their own gyms and their own rims, their own lighting. Well, now for the first time, these kids got to go outside and play together, many of whom are just meeting each other for the first time. They haven't had a lot of practice time. And now they're expected to hop in an airplane, fly to uh, a different environment and be able to perform. And most of the time, guys, they don't. Uh, you'll. It's going to be some sloppy basketball in the beginning. A lot of missed shots. Uh, defense is way ahead of the offense early on in the season in college hoops. Keep that in mind. Players still getting used to offensive sets, coaching, their teammates. A lot of things happening. A lot of moving parts in college hoops early on in the season. And what that means, guys, is that it provides the sports investor, an edge. And what do we always say? We're always looking for an edge. If you don't have an edge, 
why are you playing a game? If you can't figure out where the edge is in a game, then what are you putting your money down on it for? And it isn't always readily available or noticeable. It's not like one team is playing with three guys and the other team is playing with five. No, they're subtle edges, but this happens to be across the board early on. Under since 2005, neutral courts, 54% they've won. That's over 105 units of profit, guys, since 2005. So keep that in mind as you get ready to embark on a college basketball betting season. It begins tonight, but also neutral courts. How many freshmen are playing? How many of these guys have played together before? Is it a new head coach uh, at a program? You know, what's the familiarity with these players on a team? Is it filled with a bunch of seniors? Or are we going to be dealing with a whole bunch of one and dones? What's going on? These are important questions to ask yourself as you begin to start looking at college hoops extremely profitable guys extremely profitable from november to march there's a lot of money to be made betting on college hoops but also it would help if you had an edge and knew what to look for early on and look to the unders on these neutral court games to start the season especially with younger teams teams with new coaches teams uh playing at places they're not very familiar with, guys. Keep an eye on that. Roster turnover, those types of things. It's all about gaining the edge. And the more knowledge you have, knowledge is power, guys. And while, let's face it, 87 games tonight on the docket, that's that's extensive. So it might be overwhelming, but don't get overwhelmed. It gives you a good place to start. Check out these neutral site games with these younger teams with not a lot of uh, not a lot of experience playing together. Concentrate on those, and then you'll find yourself a couple of edges tonight on the card that you'll be able to profit for. So it's a good time of year, guys. going to be fun. Two MAC action football games, 7 and 8 o'clock. 87 college basketball games. That's right, 87 on the docket. Can't wait. How cool is that? 87. It's College Hoops is back. The NBA also in full swing, and congratulations. To the, I believe, and if I just, I want to double check this because I, I almost couldn't believe it when I read it. The Warriors got a win last night. Can you believe that? The damn Golden State Warriors finally were able to christen their new building with a win. They took down the Portland Trailblazers 127 to 118. Steph Curry was going ballistic last night on the sideline, congratulating his teammates. He Even he couldn't believe it. 127. To 118, how bad were the Portland Trailblazers last night? My word. Also, congratulations to the Phoenix Suns. This ain't your mama's sons anymore, people. No, no, no. These Phoenix Suns are for real. They took down the Philadelphia 76ers, giving them their first loss. The Phoenix Suns are 5-2, guys. If you haven't been paying attention, the Philadelphia 76ers headed into Phoenix last night undefeated 5 and 0 on the season no more they got themselves their first loss 114 to 109 the phoenix suns took down the philadelphia 76ers milwaukee boat raced minnesota last night won and this was a great game too a lot of uh, blowouts last night 134 to 106 milwaukee's not messing around 
Houston got by Memphis, 107-100. Brooklyn wins 135-125 in New Orleans. And the Washington, oh, I can't, the Wizards won 115-99 over Detroit. More on these games, plus a look ahead tonight. Make it rain next, sportsgrid.com. Good luck, guys. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! What's new, Pussycat? What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, 
Slavona and the Pit mixing the tunes there in honor of that black cat that uh, managed to make it onto uh, the field last night, Monday Night Football. Uh, that was good. Uh, that was a lot of fun there for about uh, five minutes. That poor cat couldn't figure out how to get that out of that stadium. And it didn't look like anybody was prepared in the stadium to figure out how to get that cat. Uh, as he was pretty much having a good time in the cameraman last night, they were having a field day with this cat. They were catching it for, it looked, it looked huge. That cat looked uh, pretty damn big last night, uh, on the screen. It was pretty funny. I mean, th that didn't look like no scrappy cat. That was, you know, that was, that was no street cat. That cat looked you know, groomed that cat, the somebody's cat. I just don't know how the hell it got out onto the field last night. Pretty funny stuff, but. I, I'm thinking so, because that cat looked well-fed. Like, that was not, you know, that doesn't look like your typical mangled street cat. Like, that was, you know, that cat had some uh, some girth to it. So, interesting enough. Uh, well, I guess all the stadium food, yeah, it's going to be plump. Uh, but they got him out. Uh, he was, uh, they were good enough to uh, be able to open a door, and he left the field, and the game continued on last night, but not in a very good way for Daniel Jones and the New York Giants, and really it comes down to turnovers. Once again, that was the big story of the game. Dallas was laying six and a half. Obviously, they covered uh, last night with their win there, the uh, 37 to 18. They also won the yardage battle. Uh, the Cowboys had 429 yards. The New York Giants only 271 yards. They also averaged more yards per play. The Cowboys 6.6 .6 to 4.0 for the Giants. The rushing. Yeah, and keep in mind, one team had Ezekiel Elliott, the other team had Saquon Barkley. So two of the best rushers in the NFL were on that field last night. And you was really hoping to have a, a big rushing battle between these two. But unfortunately, one of the coaches forgot that they had Saquon Barkley on the team, while the other rode Ezekiel Elliott to a victory as uh, Dallas had 172 yards on the ground. And the New York Giants had 100 yards, but not by not by Saquon Barkley. In fact, uh, Saquon Barkley's biggest play was a 65-yard dink and dunk from Daniel Jones, a little screen pass that he managed to get down to the 11-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys. And it was one of five trips, one of five trips that the New York Giants had inside the red zone, inside that 20 in Dallas territory. And yeah, they all they did all night long, guys, was settle for field goal. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.